know how precious, how mighty, how great, how awesome is the name of Jesus. I, I just really hope that you know that for yourself. <laughs> There is no other name given on the earth, in heaven or in earth, that you must be saved by no other name. The day is going to come when all hellers and saints is going to be in heaven. Now, now they're going to be people going to hell going to be there for a moment. <laughs> But, but us that are saved are going to be in God's presence forever. But in that day, the Father is going to call his Son. And his Son is going to stand in glory. All of a sudden, there's going to be a great commotion. Because everybody's going to fall on their face and on their knees. And the Father is going to say, good everybody every knee bow but every tongue says that Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords and King of Kings you know what I'm not waiting till that day I confess now he's Lord of Lords and King of Kings amen I, I was hoping that they would let that song go <laughs> I was really hoping that they wouldn't make me stand up here and try to sing. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. I think it's time for me to probably haven't started preaching yet. Um, just excited. Uh, I don't know how you can't be excited about the name of Jesus. If you know him, I mean, if you know him, not, not that you heard of him, that you know him for yourself. That name ought to do something to you. We are in the Sermon 16th of Deconstructing Idols, Getting Rid of Idols. And replacing idols with the risen, the, the living Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to continue on when the standing in our kingdom position and authority. The scripture don't stand because I'm going to exegese it as I go through it. And you might be standing for a long time. And I'd rather for your mind to be on what I'm saying than your, your foot hurting, your feet hurting. I know how the devil play games. I know he will make your feet hurt so that you don't hear a word that I'm saying. So stay seated as I read through and exegese this scripture. Father, even now, the manifestation of your presence even now, Lord, give power even now, 
Lord, give listening ears and open eyes and allow us to receive what you are saying. Let us know that you are open, you are walking up and down the aisle, willing to bless, ready to bless to those that have faith to receive. So Lord, let us understand this is a holy moment as we expound your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Verse 7 says, But whatever former things were gained to me as I thought then. Paul is saying, seeing Christ has changed my perspective. I, I no longer think the way this world thinks. I realized the former way I used to think, I was all jacked up. I understand that the, the customs, the, the thoughts, the attitudes of this kingdom that Satan has set up his kingdom in this realm is totally the opposite of what I now see in Christ. He said, I was wrong when I thought I was right. <laughs> he said, I, I was nothing when I thought I was something. He said, the very thing I was chasing was nothing more than smoke. Smoke, you see it, you, you, you can smell it, but if you try to grab it, <laughs> it it's nothing. And if we are honest, all of us have been here. All of us, matter of fact, we are still to different degrees there. Just because you're sitting in the house don't mean you're chasing the right thing. We can have religion and not relationship, and can't nobody tell us we're not wrong. The word of God is challenging. And, it, and, 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 and let, me, let me, Lord, some of us just want me to preach salvation, just be saved. But if you read through the epistles, Paul is talking about maturing in our faith. And if we mature in our faith, the Christ in us will get people out there saved. Got a phone call years ago. The, he was a manager of, of, of AutoZone. And he said, I'm calling, is this a church? I said, yeah, this is a church. I'm the pastor of the church. He said, do you have anybody at your church that wants a job? <laughs> I said, I would check and see. And, and he went on to say, he said, because I got this worker who is a Christian. And if being a Christian makes you work like he works for me, then I want to hire more Christians. 
power. That's, that's authority. That this man is literally calling up churches because he, he believes <laughs> that, that every Christian will be like this Christian because this Christian is apparently letting God use them to be his representatives, Christ's representatives on the job. Okay, can I ask this a very delicate question? What would your job say? Shoot, we don't have to go that far. What would your family say? We have power and we don't know we got power. We have been placed in a place of authority and, and we don't know we've been placed in a place of authority. And, and there is a difference between a person that is saved, born again, and a person that is just living in this world because Jesus has given us back our power and authority, but we have to learn how to stand in it, how to step in it how to walk in it, how to live in it. Listen, 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 listen. And somebody said, man, you say that all the time. Well, listen then, okay? <laughs> if we ever stepped into who we are in Christ, could nothing convince us to go back to the crumbs of the world. If we ever got our perspective right, that's what Paul talking about. I, I have a new perspective, but whatever former things I might have considered as gain, I thought it benefited me. I thought it was good for me. And that is the deception of the devil. It's a mecca's chase. The, the things of this world, thinking that it will heal, thinking it will satisfy. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with having good things. But don't let the good things have you. Don't let money have you. God loved to bless us, but because of this world system, which is a demonic system, it makes us think that the more we got of this, the better we are. And God says, you, he said, the things you got in this world, it will make you lose your soul if you're not careful. He said, now, he said, I have come to consider. He said, now I see. Now I see. We ought to be in an exchange program. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me see if I can take, if I can make this clear. We ought to have an exchange program that what we are doing is picking up more of Christ for less of this world. Luke 9, 23 and 25. He says, all, and he said to all, if any person will come to me, let him deny himself. Oh, that's a cuss word. <laughs> Disown himself. Forget and lose sight 
of him or herself and of her own interest. That is so hard. That is the struggle all of us are in because what sin has done is made us all about I, me, and mine. It's in everything. We think we're losing something if we give up ourselves, but in ourselves, we can't gain what we want. God never made us to be independent of him. Adam and Eve were so complete that they had no shame, they had no doubt. They're standing naked before God and themselves, and they are completely satisfied because they see themselves in God. They, they, they see who they are in Christ, and, and there was no wants. They were satisfied. God was downloading into them who they were. I mean, you want to talk about being powerful? God said, hey, hey, Adam, I, I want you to name the animals. And the animals will come up before him. And he said, you name it. Yeah. Want to talk about authority? Everything on this earth was supposed to be governed by Adam and Eve under the authority of God. And they had power. Yeah. They had significance. Yeah. They were something to behold. <laughs> that was the original of us being made in God's image. But when Satan lied to them and they believed the lie instead of walking in the truth, they lost their position and authority and their image. Most of all, their identity. You know what's wrong with most of them? We don't know who we are. With all of, 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 of Paul chasing, and he was, he was on his road to be somebody, but when he saw Christ, he said, that's not who I am. That, that's not even worth running after. What, what Christ has for me and who I am in him is so far better then what I'm chasing, I'm going to let go of what I'm chasing because I, I had no dream, no high idea who he created me to be. He said, I didn't know. Right. See, when, 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 when you don't know who you are, you're always trying to make yourself big. You're always trying to make yourself significant. Matter of fact, you, you put your foot on other people to lift yourself up. <laughs> you can't love when you don't know who you are. You too busy trying to be you. <laughs> Paul, 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 Paul stood there and they stoned Stephen and they threw their coats at his feet because he was somebody. What's driving us? What's driving us in our lives? And, 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 you know, and, and what's, when God gives me a deeper revelation, my eyes full with tears, and I say, Lord, I didn't know. 
Well, forgive me. Listen, what, what are you reading the Bible to check the mark that you did your devotions? Do, do you read the Bible to check and say, say, I did what I supposed to do, so now I can do what I want to do? I, when I read the Bible, I'm looking for him. His word of God is brief, so there's a deeper level of seeing him and knowing him that, 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 that we can get closer because you can't become like him till you see him. There's a change, and in the exchange of, of this less of me, more of him, less of you, more of him, you got to see that, that the exchange is worth the exchange. You, you got to taste and see. Taste is experience. Taste is that, that God is giving you one level of experience to the next level of experience, and, and the last experience was so good, you want more of him. Unless that is happening in our lives, then that tells me when that is not happening, then maybe I need to realign my seeking. Maybe I need to turn, spend more time in prayer, more time of uh, uh, sitting in his presence because cause, cause unless I intentionally, unless we intentionally spend time with him, God said, you don't got time for me? <laughs> it is amazing. God will use other people to, to, to speak to you, but he's been trying to really speak to you. Listen. You don't need nobody to give you direction of what God has for you. He, they give you confirmation. Tell me what God's saying to me. You tell me what God's saying to you. <laughs> I can give you confirmation. I, 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 I can give you that. I, I can interpret the, comp, the confirmation, but, but I'm, I'm not supposed to give you direction of your life because you got the Holy Spirit inside of you. Amen. You are the temple of God. You can go to him. You know, you know, somebody said, well, how do you pray? Just talk to him. Just, just tell him, tell, tell him what you're doing, even though he already knows, that's Lord. And the more you pray, the more you feel comfortable in his presence. Oh, 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 your, your sacred language ought to be prayer. Matter of fact, maybe it should be our first language. Maybe, just maybe, if we spend more time talking to him instead of everybody else, maybe we'll realize that we don't need to talk to everybody else because we got directions from him. Paul focus. He says, he says, he says, he says, I, I'm seeking him. I'm walking in him. He said, now that I have let go, it's not like I let go in darkness. I have grabbed on to, I have found the real thing. Did you know that God in your storms? but let you know he's with you? Somebody know what I'm talking about. 
God, God, God will speak, listen, to you. You're his child. But you got to have ears that are listening. You, you got to be seeking him. It takes time with him. The exchange, he said, he said, he said, will you, are you willing to let go of what you're holding on to so that I can fill you with myself? I, I will show you your purpose. I, I will give you will. I, I will give you direction. He said, and even when you're in the storm, you will know that I am with you in the storm. Let me speak to somebody in the storm. God may not end the storm when you want it. He may not fix it the way you want him to. But won't he be good to you in the storm? Won't he show up and show out in the storm? I'm like Job. I, I'm like Job. I thought I knew him. I, I thought I knew some things. But, but in the storm, he taught me more. He showed me more. Matter of fact, he became greater in the storm than he was on the mountain. So in some way, I thank him for the storm. You can talk to people and you can tell whether they learned from the storm or got bitter in the storm. And what I realized, our choice. Our cho Paul could have taken this experience and said, you done messed up my life. I had it all planned out. You knocked me off my donkey. What in the world are you doing? Jeremiah got upset with God. He, he said, Jeremiah 20, he said, he said, he said, you deceive me. In Jeremiah chapter 1, you told me I'm going to speak to kings and I'm going to speak to nations. But in chapter 1, you didn't tell me I'm going in a pit. <laughs> you didn't tell me. Listen, when God showed you where he's taking you to, he don't talk, tell you you're going to go through this and that desert and that wilderness and that heartbreak. But what we don't understand is all that is preparing you for where he's taking you. If you can't stand the desert and the wilderness and the heartbreak and still keep your faith on God, then you can't, you can't withstand the weight of the appointment that God has for you. Your, your, your integrity in the storm prepares you for your blessing. Oh, 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 oh. God, God will give you a redemptive, a, a, a redemptive divine vision that will hold you. What's wrong with some of us, we don't see nothing. When you don't see nothing, you act anyway. What, what you don't understand, that we are planting seeds one way or another. Everything you do, you planting seeds that you're going to eat of. Oh, there, there are, there, there's some fruit that we eaten, and it came back from the seed we planted. And the thing about it, we don't like what we're eating. Well, you planted it. Oh, oh, God, God, God would tell you, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Tracy, 
You knew before you did it that it wasn't my will, but you thought you knew more than me, and you went ahead and did it. And I let you do it since you were so big and bad and so wise and understood. So why are you crying now <laughs> when that seed then sprung up, then became a tree, and you have to eat every one of those fruits that they can. Oh, don't look at me. You, you there too. Some of you. And, and, and if we are growing what we are learning, Lord, at any cost, I'd rather be obedient to you and pay the cost of learning than eat the fruit of disobedience. Oh, we stumble, we, we fall, but you get back up quickly. But my brothers and sisters, God loves us. And what he's trying to do is teach us. We are on a journey to our destination home. And how we respond to God and his word, it, it, it sets us up for what we receive down here and the rewards we get in heaven. Since, 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 since earth is the, the least of heaven, for those that's going to heaven, and the, and the, and the, and the uh, okay, help, help me now, help, help me. it's the for those going to hell, it's the best of heaven, okay? But for us, it's preparing us, it's preparing for heaven with a little bit of hell. Well, why are you going to make your hell down here any worse? Uh, did y'all catch that? Oh, no, somebody didn't catch it. Hold on. I, we better walk with God, and it blocks things coming your way. Uh, y'all don't hear me. I'd rather be covered by his grace than to step out of his grace and receive what God never meant for me to go through. Listen, I'd rather go through the little bit here than go through a whole lot here when I shouldn't be here anyway. Elijah, what are you doing here? Our God is awesome, God. Listen to Paul. Listen to Paul. He says, he says, he says, well, yeah, let me go through this. Okay, I'm going to go to another place. Let's finish this. This is good. Ooh, this is good. Let me, let him deny himself, disown himself, forget lose sight of himself and his own interests, refute and give up himself and take up crosses to think of, of suffering, of hurt. Of, of, of surrender. He says, daily and follow me. Cleave steadfastly to me. Conform wholly to my example in living, if need be, also dying. That doesn't sound good, but he says, whoever will preserve his life or save it, that is, keep on being yourself, keep on doing it your way, will lose it and destroy it. And what he's saying is, you are planting seeds of destruction and you don't even know it. 
I have talked to people, I've been a minister a long time. I've seen people that was, man, knew the word and walking in the word, and for some reason they let go of it, and, and I would get calls in the midnight and stuff like that. And it's almost as though I was talking to a totally different person. Lost everything. Don't understand the principles no more. It's like, wait a minute, you're the same person here. And now you're here as you and I don't hold on to how precious what God has done, how he has taught us. And we allow the seed of bitterness to get in. If, if, we, if we don't stay close to God, if we don't fight for what you got, oh, let, let me tell you again, you got to fight for how far you came. You got to fight. You, you can't let any old thing get up in your thinking. You can't let just anybody just come into your life and, and, and take you away. Hebrew chapter 1 says, he says, he says that God gives us the strength to let go of every sin and watch this, and every weight. Everything don't have to be sin to give you distracted. It's, it's holding on to something you should have let go of. It, there's some things you are not supposed to be carrying. There's some people that is more of a distraction than a help. You got to know how to love them from a distance. You got to know how, how and, and every time you get with this person, you are disturbed in your spirit. You are aggravated in your nerve. You either have to learn how to become more Teflon or how to be more distant. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Listen, listen, listen. God is too good. You have come too far where God is taking you. It's too precious for you to allow anyone, anyone to get you off track. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Somebody need to hear me. Somebody need to hear me. Somebody, listen, the Bible says, guard your all above all things, above everybody else. You better guard your own heart. That doesn't mean you don't love them, but it means you protecting what you have first. Oh, some of y'all can let me out. I'm crazy. Peter called Jesus aside and said, no, no, Lord, it's not, it's not, you're not going to die on a cross. And Jesus called him, Satan, you are trying to deter me from the path God has for me. I don't need to hear that. That is not from God. That's from Satan. And I cannot allow the seed of that thought to get in me. You have to be able to identify what's from God and what's from the devil. 
and you stay on course. Paul stayed on course. Watch this Hebrew. Hebrew, Hebrew, Hebrew chapter 12. Hebrew chapter 12. Hebrew chapter 12. Hebrew chapter 12. He says, therefore, we are surrounded by those who have been our witnesses, who, who talked faith, who, who walked in faith. They kept the faith to the end. I was talking to, I was at the store yesterday and, and, uh, and, and, and was there to get something and it was in the deli and they had this little lady. <laughs> she was about in her 80s. And you know, she was the only one in Delhi. So it was a lot of, <laughs> and she was there and, and it was a lady next to me and, and she was fussing. I said, she's doing the best she can. I said, this, this is not her fault. The store should have more people than her. And, and the lady said, you making me not say some things I want to say. <laughs> Listen, that is a light, that is a mission that you don't let little things deter you. Because for some of us, we would have been fussing all day long. Satan just throwing stuff at us. Because he knows it's going to work. Let a driver probably me mess up and cut you off on the highway. Probably was me. I don't know how many times I probably got cussed out, but it's okay. <laughs> and we still talk about it the next day. He said, wait a minute. He says, he says turn it away. Turning away, he said, you have to intentionally turn off of what is upsetting you. You got to stop yourself. So wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. That is not worth giving my time to. Lord, I thank you because it could be worse than what it is. Lord, I thank you that I'm going to get, get whatever I want anyway. And if I don't want it that bad, I can leave the line. Turn it away from distraction. Listen, God will not stop the distractions. God will not, repeat that, God will not remove the distractions. But he has given me the power to take my eyes off the distraction and set my eyes on my Lord, on my Savior, on my Keeper, on my Waymaker. I have the power to set my eyes on him. And he will keep me in perfect peace. So I got power. I got power to set my eyes on the one who keeps me, who saves me, who delivers me. I got a choice in the matter. 
You don't let nobody take your mind. You don't let the devil come in and steal your peace. If there's not anything I know, I know how to fight spiritually. And it comes from how messed up I was. And I had to learn to fight my way out. Is there any fighters in the house? Is there any fighters in the house? You know you in a battle, but you have made up your mind. I want to keep my mind, my eyes on you. And when I get distracted with everything in me, I'm turning back. Get diagnosed with sickness. Let's see how distracted that is. When the tube from my kidney to my bladder closed, and my kidney was swelling, there's no explanation of why that happened. And the pain was out of this world. Worse than kidney stones. Kidney stones is not, the pain is not in the passing. That hurts. But it's when it's settled in the hole and your kidney is still making fluid and it's swelling up. Satan was saying, where your God at now? You serving him and, and you in this type of pain. Where, where, where is he? He's not just talking to me. I bet you he's talking to you. And if you keep listening, doubt will come in. You better open up your mouth and say who he is. I learned that, that, that you can't fight this battle with your mouth closed. I'd be in a grocery store walking with a cart talking to God out loud. I know people think I'm crazy. I, I, I'm crazy smart. I know what it takes to fight the battle that I'm in. I'm crazy smart. I know how to do spiritual battle. And sometimes it's not enough to thank it. You better say it. Matter of fact, sometimes when you by yourself, you better yell it. Sometimes you better put a pillar over your mouth and say, I trust you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I know you with me even in the pain. I give you praise now. Oh, don't allow your circumstance to deter your faith, but let your faith, let your faith, let your faith determine your outcome. Hey, there's an outcome. There's an outcome. But the outcome is what's going to happen. But since I believe, I also speak. 
speak what you believe. The problem with some of us, we're speaking what the devil tells us. Let me shut this. Let me go here. When you speak negative, all you see is negative. Full of fear. Full of doubt. I wish I, I was gonna say I wish I had something to strangle. Chris, I ain't gonna strangle you, I promise. I promise, man, I promise. I, 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 won't, I won't choke you out. I won't, I promise. I just want you to hold the other end of the towel. I came up with a new illustration, okay? <laughs> I promise. I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll be good today. He knows his past. He knows his past are crazy, okay? Notice what is happening. And the more you listen to him, the tighter he puts a stranglehold on your faith. This isn't of God. This is the devil. This isn't what God called you to. I, I have one person say, I thought this is the way it's supposed to be. Not for a Christian. Listen, listen, and as long as he allows me, I'm going to keep on, because he come to steal, kill. Y'all got me. And, and he would take every notice that is not up. No, 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 notice, notice that, that now, right now, he done got you so all tied up, tangled up, wrapped up in your thinking that you think you're about ready to lose your mind. You want to talk about mental illness? There is a spiritual ailment to mental illness. And that's when we don't take control of our thinking by taking control by what come out of our mouth. What made Paul so powerful? He's writing this stuff. He's speaking this stuff. He was full of the word of God, and it gave him power. He moved from being something earthly to something else spiritually simply because he, 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 he walked in faith. He talked in faith. He spoke to us. He's the one that said, coming out of the sun, he said, it, they, they spoke it in faith. I heard it, so therefore I speak it. What are you speaking? You know all he has to do? I'm going to be the devil in this one. Guess what he has to do? No. Well, you're supposed to take care of it, man. You're supposed to pull it from my hand. Okay, let's go back again. See, you messed up the illustration. <laughs> he don't mess with Now watch this. Whatever the, Satan got a hold of you, take it out of his hand. In the name of he has no right. You are not his. He has no claim on you. He has no authority on you. 
why are you going to sit there and let the devil talk smack? Open. 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 Your mouth. Watch about I can't open my mouth for you. You got to open your mouth for yourself. And the more you start speaking, the more you start praising him, the more you start looking towards him, the more you start believing, something happens, not just in your mind, but in your spirit. You can feel something rising up. You can feel something begin to shake loose. I tell people, start in praising, yes, then moving to worship. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you feel better? Don't you feel stronger? Whatever was on you, it shakes off of you. Simply by opening your mouth and standing in. God says, do you think he would give his children no power? Do you think this is just religion? We're his. You're his. But you and I can only walk in to the degree we trust what he says about us. He says, turning away from and turning on to. That is a, God has given you the power to do that. Yeah. I'll just show you how to make your mind come back to him. Don't sit there and take it. Don't sit there and take his mess. Then get the press. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's mighty power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the word of God. There's power given to his children. That's power in the church. That's power in you and me. Those at home, if you don't know Jesus, if you haven't accepted Jesus, your enemy, the devil, is having his way with you. In the house, if you have not accepted Jesus, if you don't know him, I'm not talking about being a member of the church. You can be a member of the church and, and the devil still have his way with you. I'm talking about knowing him, the one who conquered Satan, conquered death, got up from the grave, the one who did it for you and mine. If you, if you keep, put your faith in him. There's power. Yeah, you have bad days. There's still power. Yes, you got to cry sometimes. There's still power. Um, 
I don't know how he does it, but he does it. I tell you, I have taken on a new saying. Lord, so as my day is, Lord, be my strength. Lord, something else has hit me today. Lord, right now, be my strength. <laughs> be my peace. And, and it is amazing how the trouble don't go away, but I rise up in my spirit to meet whatever comes. Uh, he's real. But you got to know him for yourself. Right now he's real. But man, I guess you can give me my towel. <laughs> and as a deacon, you can go over there. Well, you come here. That's right. And the ministers, would you go over there? If you want to join this church, if you haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, if, if you need special attention, these ministers are here. They will take you out. They will minister to you. They will give you the word. They will let you know what I'm talking about. If you want to restore your membership, because in these days when everything is shaking, you need to be undercovering. Oh, I can't stress that enough. I can't stress that enough. Do you know all the stuff that is going on? I'm not just even talking about the physical wars, but there's wars. But don't you know that there's a spiritual force that is causing all of this? And Satan has upped the ante because he knows his time is short. So you need to be covered. If, if not this church, we send you to another church. Online, if it's saying, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you now as my Lord and Savior. And he will meet you where you are, and he will save you. And then get into a church, no matter where you're at. But accept him now. Don't wait till tomorrow, because I don't know if tomorrow's going to come for us. The Lord Jesus, I accept you. Save me, and he will do it. As we stand and as we go into prayer, these deacons are here for those of you that just, there's power when we touch. There's power when we come together. They, if you want to come to the altar, come to the altar here and they will touch with you. And as I'm praying, they will pray. Amen. So we, we want to cover you in every way. We got that over there. We got this right here. Y'all pray with one another. Amen. Father, thank you that you have given us your name. You told us to come to the Father in your name because when we come in your name, we're coming with power. We're coming under the blood. 
We're coming. And when we say Jesus, it opens up the door. Help us to know, Father, that we can come boldly into the throne of grace knowing that you got us, you hear us, you are for us, you love us, Lord. Lord, help us to know that you have given us kingdom power. Lord, there's power in this room. There's power when we pray. Father, I ask in the mighty name of Jesus, because I know that some of us is being attacked by the devil. He is throwing fear and everything else at us. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we break that bond. We break that attack. In the mighty name of Jesus, set your children free. Break the chain. Bring deliverance. Help them to walk out of here with their head up, knowing that they are somebody in you. Somebody's struggling right now, Father, that Satan trying to make them go back to drugs and alcohol. In the name of Jesus, no, 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 no. Touch, Lord. Set them free, Lord. Deliver, Lord. Well, that voice will stop even now. Father, we put it under the blood. Every person under the sound of my voice. Lord, we put them under the blood. In Jesus' name, Lord, heal. Lord, strengthen. Lord, give them peace. Lord, meet them where they are. Lord, make a way out of no way. Lord, be there all in all, in all. Touch, Lord. Throughout the room, Lord, touch, Lord. Give us a greater illumination of Jesus. Help us to see his love and that we will be grounded and rooted in that love that passes all understanding. We give you praise now. We give you thanks now. We lift you up, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. Have your way, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, give God some praise in the house. At home, we bless you. We'll see you next week.